and welcome to Susan Harmon Experience. She, uh, I am Susan Harmon, and I have an amazing guest with me here today, a gentleman I met, uh, gosh, it seems like I've known him forever, but it was only a few weeks ago when we first met, uh, Duke. Duke, how are you? I'm just fine, uh, Susie, and uh, I really appreciate you helping me do this. Well, you have a very interesting story to tell. Uh, for those of you who don't live in Arizona, some have and some haven't heard uh, about the lost Dutchman gold mine. I mean, it is a big deal. And in Phoenix, it's a giant deal, wouldn't you say? They searched for it for 150 years and they haven't found it yet. 150 years, people have been looking for the lost Dutchman a gold mine, and I know you. You told me at one time that the Apache killed like 400 yes, people that were looking uh, for it. Don Miguel Peralta and the Mexicans from Mexico had a land grant in the United States, okay, and it was in the superstitions, and they were mining gold in there uh, years, and they had uh, amassed a, a huge treasure load, and in, in, uh, they were taking it to Mexico because uh -huh. it had rich gold there. And it was at Apache Junction at the ghost town right now. Uh -huh. There's a black queen in the mammoth gold mine. And Bob Schuess owns it. Okay. He's a friend of mine. And he's, he's, he's selling the ghost town now, but he's had it for years. And uh, he's getting old now. But I knew him when he was young, and he bought gold from me. And I, I gave him uh, Indian pottery to help him put him in museums. Okay. And explained to him. Each time I went to him, I brought gold in, and he paid me in cash. I brought a rock to him one day that Patrick gave me. It was the size of a baseball, and it was from the Dutchman mine. And he peeled out nine $100 bills and laid in my lap for that rock. Well, <laughs> and that was how long ago? Oh, years and years, years ago, ago. When I came home from Vietnam, I came home from Vietnam in 1972. Okay. And uh, this story begins... Uh, Susie wanted to talk about my birth. Yeah, we talked. Uh, when I, a Duke is half Apache and half, uh, I'd say, Viking by looks of you. I don't know. Irish. Irish. Yeah, I well, see the green eyes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they call him Duke because I swear to you, this is true. He looks a lot like John Wayne. So uh, when he when you first t told me uh, about you got interested in in the mine about age 14 but your life was interesting way before that oh yes uh, there was a flood in kansas city 1951 right? the worst in history okay it killed thousands of people and animals and farm animals and um they found me in missouri river when i was five days old i had just been born in uh the house got tore down, and, and evidently the river sucked me out of the, the house in a basket in a two-mile river wide. And uh, I got caught in an eddy in a current, I guess. The Cherokees told me about it. And an oak tree picked me up in the fork of the tree and laid me over on the bank. And I was there days. No milk, no mother, going to the bathroom on myself, and my diaper had stuck to me like like, like super glue. Yeah, like super glue. And my little, I, I was turning black and my legs were wrapped around my neck because rigor mortis was setting in. Right. I had a spark of life left in me. A little Cherokee girl found me and, and, and ran me home to their family. 
They took me to the doctor, and the doctor said, that little baby's not going to live an hour. They took Indian herbs, and the women from the child were pregnant, and they gave me breast milk, and they pumped it. And they told the doctor, put this tube down his stomach, and they put these herbs into him. I and came out did. of it. I took a breath, and I pinked up, and I came out of that. But, I mean, I, I had to be in the hospital for months, but they, they saved me. They, they rescued me. They saved you for a purpose, I'm pretty sure. I, I just don't think that these things happen by accident. I think that there is a reason. Well, I can tell you, I came in like Moses. In a boat. Yeah, I'm going to go out like a lamb. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, my family told me this. This is, this is not a, a, a windpipe story. This is true. No, I believe in, you. Uh, a, I, I was told later after I was raised, and I got 17 years old, I found out that I am a cousin of Hank Williams uh, Sr. Oh. I, I mean, my father, <laughs> I'm sorry, my father was a cousin of Hank Williams Sr. And uh, because of that, I grew up playing guitar and singing, and I, I, I can blow your mind with singing and playing guitar. Well, and we're not going to do it this show. But I understand we, that. But I'm in just the telling future. you what I do. But, but in the future, we, my dad was we'll, Hank we'll Williams' listen. cousin. Cool. And he was a hero in World War II. Right. And he sunk a German uh, submarine with a limpet mine. Okay, so I'm interested also in the in the lost Dutchman. You've lived an interesting life. You did geology, but you were only about 14 when you first got interested in the lost Dutchman mine. And yes, ma'am. What I, would you say? What I, what happened that made you? I heard, my, I heard my mom talking about it, and she talked about everybody goes into superstitions, they die. And I told her, I'm going. And she said, you're crazy. Everybody goes in there, they, they don't come out. And I said, I'm, I have to go. Mom, spirit's calling me. And I bought me a Honda 90 motorcycle. I had a 22 single shot rifle, a backpack with cheese and crackers, and a blanket. And I didn't have a canteen because I, you know, I just had a glass jar, a gallon glass jar with a rope tied on it. And I <laughs> headed out from Maryville, Arizona, down baseline, 50 miles to the Superstition Mountains. Before I got to, to Apache Junction, my my motorcycle busted and broke a, 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 a bracket on, on the wheel. On the wheel. And I had to throw it underneath a bridge. And then I walked the rest of the way to the Superstitions, which was probably 20, 30 miles. Uh-huh. Anyway, I, I walked across an eight-mile desert, and it led me straight to the massacre ground. And I didn't even know about the massacre ground. How did you feel when you were at the massacre ground? Were you able to feel the spirits of, of the people? That the spirits were with me, Susie, yeah. because I, I I climbed up on a cliff, and, and uh, I, it was getting dark. And the little blanket that I had, it, it was cold as hell. I, I couldn't get warm. And I was sitting there, and I was wrapping and shaking like a leaf. And I seen the Mesa lights up there, uh, Apache Junction lights down below me, eight miles away. And I could see them, and, but I I was determined to stay there and search what I was looking for. So I was going to stay, you know, stick it out. But I had a box of matches, uh, uh, kitchen matches, you know, wooden matches, wood in, matches my, yeah. in my backpack. And I, something told me to take them out. I couldn't get down and get wood on the ground because rattlesnakes feed at night. Uh-huh. That I knew uh, from just learning about the history of Arizona when I came uh, in 1960. 
Well, you were a little a couple of years bit. before I went yeah, in the army. Years, but anyway, yeah. I, I studied the history of Arizona and the flora and the fauna, uh -huh. and I knew about the coyotes, rattlesnakes, and mountain lions and bears, and, and uh, lions and tigers and bears. You got it, but that's yeah. what my point I'm trying to get <laughs> right, to. Right, right. Anyway, uh, something told me to take a match and take those barrel cactus and put it on those long needles. Lo and behold, that thing burnt like alcohol, and wow. I had my heat. And then and, you stayed warm. I kept jumping from cactus to cactus, lighting them. It stayed warm that <laughs> night. But anyway, it got it got I, no more cactus to light, and it got too far away from me. Uh, you know, from where I was safe at that cliff, it, I noticed I'd be in the light. I lit a, one of the barrel cactus, and I could see a, a cave about 30, 40 feet up above uh -huh. me to the to the left, uh, north. So I climbed up there in that cliff. And, and you don't do this in, in the Arizona deserts. I laid down on a ledge in that cave in there. I was so tired. I laid down on four feet of cactus that blowed up through the wind, through the cactus. It blew it in the cave. And, and I laid down in it. I come running and jumping out of that cave. Please, Lord, don't be rattlesnakes or scorpions. <laughs> I lit another piece of paper that I had. And I'd seen I had cactus from head to toe. My back, my sides. It, I pulled cactus out of my butt for three months. Oh my goodness! But any, anyway, I the next day I I broke. <laughs> I slept on that ledge, and there's a mountain lion in there, and I saw a dead cactus, a, a, a coyote hanging on the, the on the cliff inside the little cave. Uh huh. I didn't put two and two together. I just slept. I was tired. <laughs> but I came out of the mountain the next so day, dinner. early the next morning. Uh -huh. I could see. I walked my way back down to the to the Apache Junction, and I came to a four-strand barbed wire fence. It was still a little bit dark, and there was a guy there with a rifle with a with the light on his house, aiming it at me. I put my hands in there and said, "Hey, I'm a 14-year-old kid looking for a diamond mine." I broke my water jug. I, I'm going home. And he said, "How fast can you get over that fence?" And I said, "Pretty fast. I used to break horses in Missouri." So he said, do it. And I grabbed that post and I jumped over it. And he said, run over here to me quick. And I ran up to his house and he took the spotlight and he to see that horse trough you were standing by. Look, there's a mountain lion drinking water right there beside <laughs> me. He followed me eight miles out of that mountain. Yeah, he so tracked you. I know what the Daniel in the lion in the den was like, because God protected me there. That's right. God protected me when I was a baby. God protected me there. But you, but you didn't and find the lost Dutchman mine in the superstition. Mines. I didn't even know what gold was. Didn't even. Just, I was but going. you went out looking because yeah, that was something you were driven. Spirit called you to do it. Yeah. And you've heard so many stories about the lost Dutchman uh, mine. Just hundreds and hundreds of people died in there, and still to this date they're dying. That's why I'm releasing my story. I don't want nobody to die anymore. I have the mine. Well, we know you got the mine. You and I have talked we're, yeah. we're, that you've got the mine. We I are not going to divulge. We're not going to divulge on this show. I own the mineral rights. Right. We're not going to divulge on this show today where it is. But I can tell you one thing. I want the audience to know one thing. It's not the Superstition Mountains. No, ma'am. So we're not going to say anything more about it but that. And you're talking but, to experienced geologists with 36 years of experience from mining companies. Yeah, because even <laughs> though you were a 14-year-old kid then, you went to geology school. In fact, yeah. 
you were uh, the Navajo people, the Diné. I got a Navajo uh, son. The Diné, yeah. And, you know, I found this interesting. You were talking about, well, the word Diné means the people. It means the humans. Yeah, the humans, so, yeah, the people, yeah. the human beings. So, but every group of people call themselves the people. You know, that's what's that's what's interesting. Yeah, and if you ask Indian how long you've been there, you say forever. Forever, yeah, yeah. forever. See, I, so, I lived eight years with the Navajos, teaching martial arts to the Apaches and Navajos for over eight years. And because of that, that's how I got this, this Dutchman mind. Uh, Geronimo's grandson, fifth generation, was one of my students, and he, he loved me like a brother. My hand is cut open as, a, as he cut me open with a knife. We became blood brothers. I see. I'm not going to mention his name because I don't want his family no, no, getting in trouble. No, no, we won't. But, uh, but we won't do that. He invited me to sweat lodges for months and months and months. I went to sweat lodges with medicine men with the Indian boys, and they taught me the real way. And I, I don't want to say it on the radio, but uh, they took a, a leather string and used to tie it oh, on the yeah, private we're not parts. Gonna. And yeah. they, and but that was the old days, but uh, we didn't do that. But went to, it would drive you nuts with the heat, and if you can't stay in there, then you're right. you're you're a done story. They won't have nothing to do with you. But I I I stayed. You stayed. And they had yeah. me bringing sacred water from the White Mountain Apache River. Now you you to also put in the rocks. Yeah, the, you also talked about. Um, uh, all the stories that you've heard about uh, the lost Dutchman mine, you, uh, I, I remember you saying something about, you, you, you talked about this just a, a few minutes ago about the uh, Mexican families that own this. Don had, Miguel Peralta and, and right, they had a land grant right, in, in here in the United States. Right. But and the they, Apache didn't recognize them having a land grant on no, their no. land. And they were in sacred burial ground mm -hmm. for one thing. And, the Apaches had a bad, bad time with the conquistadors because they made slaves out of them. Yeah. And they didn't like the Mexicans any better. And, and no. uh, Geronimo was consistently robbing, <laughs> robbing their, uh, their churches and bringing gold chalices and, and dishes and everything and stashing them back here in our country back here. And, and I know right. where they're at. Right. Anyway, uh, that's going to be one of my stories, lady, because I'm going to give it to Susie where Geronimo's treasure is buried. And that'll be later because she's helping me with this. And we are going to have another show about Geronimo's treasure because Miss Susie, as Duke likes to call me Susie. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, just, uh, I don't want to ramble here. I'm trying to keep this straight. Uh, you're telling a good story. My, you're telling my blood a good brother story. was head man war dancer for the White Mountain Apache tribe. And they invited me to go on a trip in the superstitions on horseback with three Apaches. Yeah. One was my blood brother and two others that they were rodeo champions and they had beautiful Mustangs and, and I could ride like the wind <laughs> and I rode like an Indian and they loved it. So they took me up places where we had to set that horse on his ass to slide down 60, 70 foot degrees cliffs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, so and they took me in the superstitions and told me the story. Yeah. But, but the superstitions, Everybody has been looking for, you know, it wasn't just the Apaches killing the Mexicans. There have been a lot of people since then that have died going in. Oh, they killed the captains mine. and lieutenant soldiers that discovered it. And uh, they, they killed people that was trying to follow the Dutchmen in there. 
in, uh, around the area. They, they said they was following him or something, and they killed him over there where I've got the mine. And they, they killed Mexicans. There was a group of Mexicans from the Prouts that was at the Dutchman, okay? Okay. And the lower so, mine down below, they were mining the Spanish gold mine, which is I've got right down below the Dutchman mine. And it had 50 ounces of gold in it, in a, in a four-foot vein of, of limonite. That's iron. It used to be pyrite millions of years ago, but it's called limonite because all the sulfur leads out of it. Uh, pyrite is sulfur and iron, but sometimes pyrite carries gold. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? Well, yeah, yeah. if you know what you're doing. Now, you went to geological school, the uh, Navajo. I know five gold minerals and 150 silver minerals at a glance. Yeah, so you went to what, Ganado? Ganado College. College. I was a security uh -huh. guard at the hospital and the college so to you pay, pay for my books. Yeah, you paid for your books by working. Yeah, and, and, and Navajos gave me a census number because I had a son, and they, as a gift for teaching him martial arts for eight years, they wanted me to learn how to find gold and silver because they were going to tell me where it was at. Right, right. The Navajos did. They did take me to show me. See, it's interesting to me when you you say that uh, the Apache did, and you're half Apache. Apache's the Apache didn't tell you, but the, the Navajos showed me go. Right. So that uh, that worked out really well. The Apache and the Navajo and the. I did. But and did so. My question is this: the Apache told you stories the Navajo told you stories and the Hopi told you stories yeah the Zuni were they all the same were they the same stories or were the stories no different? they're different different minds different, different stories minds. they're called That's grandfather's what... grandfather's stories ah okay. and, and when they have their they have their uh squad answers and stuff like that uh -huh. the elderly get together and they talk about old times okay and it's called grandfather's stories and their sons was passed down the generation generation of the knowledge. And when someone coming along like I have and been with them eight years and learned their language, I can't speak it fluently, but I know thousands of words in Apache and Navajo. You can get by. <laughs> better better you by can do better than, than better yeah. than yeah. Anyway, they call me Clink. Clink well, means horse. <clears throat> horse. Yeah. See the horse in my hand? Yeah. That's from Vietnam. Yeah. Yeah. And so, so let me ask you a question because, um, um, you're, you're half Apache. You were raised as a white raised guy. Cherokee. You were raised as a Cherokee. And raised on a 375 acre farm in Missouri on the Osage River where the Osage Indians lived. Ah. You could pick up spears and arrowheads on, on our farm. Okay. And they had an ice cave. This interesting story I want to tell you. Okay. They had an ice cave below our farm. That the, the mineral water come out of that ground. Ice cold. And they said it was a healthy water. And uh, a long time, the Mormons said that there was a sacred uh, fountain in there that kept people young. My grandma told me about the story, how beautiful the old women of the Osage was. They could put a comb, uh, elk comb in their hair or deer comb. That would float to the ground. They were so beautiful and soft. So okay. Drinking that water. And it it, belonged, it passed down to our family, generations and generations. And uh, eventually, when I get this going, I'm going to have a water bottling company that will bottle that water. I'm going to call it Osage Water. Osage Water. Yeah. And uh, you heard it here first. And down, down below our farm, there's a little baby 
uh, Francis, they got the Black Plague, and my grandma and grandpa saved the entire tribe. Uh-huh. They, little princess and several people died, but little Indian princess died, and she was buried below our farm with a golden necklace on her neck. My grandma told me, don't you ever go dig that open. Don't, don't tell nobody where it's at. But it, you know, it's on the cliffs down below right, our farm. Right, right, right. And they gave they gave the secret to the ice caves, and uh, they taught Grandma and Grandpa how to use fish and grow corn. And, uh, and Grandma and Grandpa shaved all their hair off of them. They burnt their teepees, and they they thought the place was cursed, so they moved on. But Grandma and Grandpa homesteaded the land, mm-hmm. but they didn't have they didn't have very much. They just they had the living quarters in a wagon there. They came in wagon train, okay. and my daddy came out of, out of uh, fighting the, the uh, Germans in Africa, and he yeah. saved the Zulu tribe over there from being murdered by by the by the Germans. Uh-huh. Him and his partner, and uh, that my dad's partner died in, in the attack. But they were going to shoot these Zulus up against a cliff right. with a machine gun. My dad shot the machine gun. Uh, Guy was going to shoot the right. Zulus. Was shoot there was them. women, children, and the elderlies and everybody up against that wall. Fifty or sixty of them. They didn't care. No, they were going to kill them and and take uh, everything that they had. But anyway, my dad shot him, and his friend shot him. But during the fight, my dad's friend got shot in the pretty close to the liver. Yeah. My dad knocked him out and cut him open and pulled the bullet out, and he sewed him back up because my dad knew how to do field surgery. Because he got stabbed in the Philippines with a Japanese samurai sword right through his stomach. Anyway, uh, he he was a field uh, uh, medic. Field medic. Yeah, yeah. he cut everybody's hair, and and everybody loved him. And my dad was a hero. His name was Leon Rector, and I I worshipped him. He he died at 45. Yeah. And he told me, don't ever be a slave to nobody, son. Don't work for no companies when you can. Go go to these mountains and start mining. Uh, you you will be taken there. He knew it. Um, he yeah. knew exactly what was going to happen. And, yeah. and uh, he told me about the. They gave him three pink diamonds. The the the, the uh, Zulu. Zulu. And I believe in all my heart those diamonds are from uh, King Solomon's mines because my dad left a map in the back of a Bible for my grandma. For me, when I grew up, to go back to Africa, to Wadi Aligi, Konaga, is the name of the Wadi Aligi, Konaga. It was Zulu country, and it was east of Ethiopia, and he said Queen Sheba was over there. So I'm telling you right now, when I can so afford you've got, it, you've got I will try to go. on two continents that you're interested in. I, I've got gold in Australia. The Aborigines are waiting for me. Abor- <laughs> so gold and opals. Gold, opals, copper, opals. Copper, take a lot of opals and uh, in black Australia. opal. They, they, yeah. The Palm Island Aborigines are waiting for me. I've already been invited. The princess of the tribe was there when I was teaching martial arts to the Alamos in New Mexico. Uh-huh. Her husband was a principal of the school. And she cared, she's crazy about me. Her name was Elizabeth. And she gave me a shirt from, from uh, 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 Palm Island from her right. family. And said, my dad wants you to come and take over the mines and help him mine it when you when you can. Well, you haven't done it yet, but no, no reason why you can't. Like well, we'll we'll well we'll see. We'll just see what happens, won't we? So I'm, I'm hoping so. <laughs> well, we're going to uh, take a short break here, 
And uh, we're going to come back in a, in a few minutes and continue uh, talking about mines, uh, the Lost Dutchman's Mine, uh, things that you'd like to do with uh, the area up there that, uh, 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 that uh, you know, is the mine. Uh, I've got to get, get a road built, a three-mile road. Well, well, we'll get to that yeah. when we come back from the break. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because there's a lot more to talk about. Uh, you're listening to Duke. Uh, he has a lot of information about not just the Lost Dutchman, but a lot about mining. And, you know, there's so many stories. Uh, there's so many stories about uh, the Lost Dutchman mine. Um, I'd like to be able to repeat some of those when we come back because there's some interesting interesting tales. I have a couple of questions that I'd like to ask you about stories I've heard about the Lost Dutchman and yes, see how those fit in with what you know and how that works and how your your information fits that information. Yeah. So don't forget to stay tuned, folks. We're going to come back here in just a short, short, short minute and uh, talk more with Duke about gold, gold mining, and the Lost Dutchman gold mine. From Susan Harmon's private collection, these rare finds are now available for purchase until the end of June 2020. Quartz crystals that are large generators, rare Antarctic crystals with only three available. Russian phenakite, just one amazing specimen left. Czech moldavite of medium-sized high-quality pieces and various spears. Check out the pictures at Susan Harmon's Facebook page or email susan at susanharmon.com or call 206. 206- 8535225 that's 2068535225 we all make promises big and small i pledge allegiance to the flag of the united states of america i do solemnly swear to help you when you're in need to be considerate and caring to be your loving faithful friend partner child parent neighbor One of our most important commitments is to support our nation's veterans. Learn how you can help a veteran going through a difficult time by visiting maketheconnection.net. On Friday, Manson Mitchell welcomed back Garnet Schulhauser from Victoria, B.C. for what we call a little metaphysical Q&A. On Saturday, Kelly Sullivan Walden, the Dream Doctor, shows how dreams take us step by step on a hero's journey bringing you fascinating talk one hour at a time since 2007. We are Manson Mitchell, Friday and Saturday mornings at 10 on Alternative Talk, AM 1150. Susan Harmon is offering a 20% discount on a bi-locality session if booked by June 15, 2020. Social distancing? No problem. You receive the energy in one location while Susan uses stones and sound in the pyramid at another location. To book your session or to ask about a three-session special, email susan at susanharmon.com or call 206-853-5225. That's 206-853-5225. Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back to Susan Harmon Experience. We've taken a short break. I'm here with my pal, Duke. Uh, we're talking about the Lost Dutchman mine. Uh, he has the mineral rights to this mine. Only most people think it's in the Superstition Mountains. Only it's not. We're not going to tell you where it's at. 
but uh, that will be on a need to know. Uh, both uh, Dutch, uh, both Duke and his beautiful wife, uh, Joyce, uh, want to build a community uh, around this mine, and uh, you know, you know, we're we're we'll, we're gonna get into that in a little bit, uh, but. Uh, yeah, there's uh, a lot to be said for what can come out of this. Of course it can. Uh, I want to take the Dutchman mine and use it to help people and homeless veterans. Uh-huh. Animals have been mistreated. Uh-huh. And get people off the grid that's been treated by so badly by the government all these years. I want to start a new... I'm a country boy. You come and help with me, you're going to become my family. But you're going to have, I'm a martial arts instructor with five black belts. I'm a Green Beret and an Airborne Ranger, 101st Airborne. And I've been through my entire life with bullets. <laughs> I know it when I see it. I know when it's coming. I know uh -huh. when somebody double talks me. So what I'm looking for is people of this country, and they got a heart. Right. They're not drug addicts. They're not drunkards. They don't mistreat their family. And... Uh, People that come to me, I'm going to screen them. I'm going to charge like crazy for them to come in. Right, right. We're we're going to, and I, you know, there's a lot to be said. Everybody talks about, oh, I want to get the goal, like it, like it's the goal that's important. It's not the goal that's important. Nope. It's what you're creating. It's how you're treating people. My theory is this, and and you can correct me if I'm if you think I'm wrong, mm -hmm. but my theory is that. When people are just going after greed and going after the goal the way that they are and and get take it however they can uh, take it, it doesn't succeed. They can't God succeed. won't allow it. God won't allow it. The spirits no. won't allow it. No. I've talked to the spirits about other minds, and they they went ahead and gave us permission to find this. They had mm -hmm. turned everybody else down prior to that. That's and the way what it I works. Has, that's the way it works. It is what comes around goes, goes around. around. Yeah. So when they that's what God means by what you sow, you shall reap. So yeah, as you sow, so shall you reap. Mm -hmm. Because what you put out comes back to you. The it's the same thing. All so, all of this. Now I've th said this in a different way than you have, but it's the same thing. So if we come from integrity, we come from our heart. And we, and we do all right. If you hear some little noises in the background, we've got the two cutest dogs you've ever seen just coming around here, and they're wagging their tails, and they're licking my little toes. Mimi and, and Toby are the names of the owners of the Dutchman Mine. Yeah, they're the, <laughs> these little puppy dogs with their little open hearts. Now, that's it right there. There's not a mean bone in that dog's body. So or that dog. So <laughs> these are they're, 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 well. I'm not worried about that. You, you saw how terrified I was. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, you can growl all you want, baby. I know you're not going to bite me. So they're they're good little dogs, and the you know, that's what we're talking about. We're talking about are you coming from your heart? Because the native, that's one way to say it. The 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 Aztec, the the different people saw gold as spiritual. They didn't see it as money. And that's a difference in that. You know now, what the Indians think about gold? 
is the flesh of God, and he owns it. That's the very first thing he talks about in the Garden of Eden in Genesis. Havilah, where there's gold, bedlam stone, and, and, and uh, the onyx. Long time, years and years and years. I didn't know what bedlam meant, and I couldn't find translation. Be of bedlam. I had a dream that, that Jesus told me the name of bedlam. It's precious stones. Well, you know, that's why they made the ephod from the breast, the breast the breastplate plate of Aaron. From, the, from the priest. That's Jesus right. is our high priest. He wears yeah. that in heaven to yeah. sanctify the altar. That's right. There's there's this now whether no matter what your tradition is, just like we talked to the first part of the show today. Yeah. The people. Whereas I've had a lot of people say, oh, you know, don't the Navajo are really called the Diné. Well, every, every group of people call themselves the people, human beings, human beings. It's not human becomings, but human beings. Where are you from? Right here. You know, this is, this is important to understand that the earth is something for us to care for to, and, and not, not to rip and root, not to rape her, but to care for her. Mm -hmm. One of my favorite movies is um, The Treasure of the Sierra Madre. Oh, I love that. I Humphrey love Bogart. that. Isn't that great? Oh, oh God, my God. I was so crazy great. when he started doing that gold dance. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> so that movie is so great because when the old man says to him, he, he finds the two young guys, you know, they're in this place and they're staying there and he says, I need someone to help me go, go dig this gold. So they go, and of course, they're like you said earlier about the pyrite. They're like, oh, a pyrite, yay! And like a fool's gold. Yeah, they All right. they so, thought they were rich. So, <laughs> they, they thought they were rich. And, and anyway, so they get up there, and they get their gold. And they've got their stash, and they're ready to go. And the old man says, well, we've got to put the mountain back the way we found her. What are you talking about? We wounded her. We took what we want. And now love, we have that, to put her part back. I love. That was my favorite yeah. part of that whole movie because it's the understanding of working with the earth. The earth gives us these gifts, but we have to treasure the gifts that are given to us. You got it. And that's the way I'm going to mine the Dutchman mine. And that's how hand. it's going to come. Chisel and, and hammer. And if you yeah. can't handle it, don't join me. Well, I'm not going <laughs> to. I'm not going to dig. I'm just going to sit there and wait for you guys. And to we're going to plant a garden down below. Mm -hmm. There's a spring runs year round. I made a vow with my wife, and she's a botanist, apothecary, and botanist from South Korea. She loves growing. As oh, you can she knows. Right I've here. no, I've seen her plants. She's great. It's beautiful. Anyway, she eats a lot of it. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, I love the idea, and uh, I had a prophetic, a di di divine dream. Okay. That Jesus came to my bed one night when I was dreaming. And he, he opened his wings up, wall to wall, beautiful snow white wings. And I couldn't see his face. He just looked like bright light. But bright enough, I put my hand in front of my face mm -hmm. because it, it bothered my eyes. And he said, fear not. He addressed himself, who he was. I'm the father of Abraham, Jacob, and Isaac. And I am the Alpha and the Omega. And he said, fear not. Give me your hand. He reached down, took my hand, and right through the roof we went. He turned me into light. And guess where he set me down? Where? On the Lost Dutchman mine. <laughs> and he said, this is the richest mine in the United States. There will be caverns of emeralds. There's beryllium in this gold. Really? 
Beryllium. Beryllium is beryl. Yeah, the emerald, that beryl emerald. is emerald. And there's 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 the traces of mercury, cinnabar, beautiful red crystal. I love cinnabar. It's crystals yeah. of cinnabar. And there's crystals of silver, argentite. And there's beautiful quartz crystals, the dog teeth crystals that grow together like this. Yeah. You break them open, there's wire gold in them. So what's the what what how do you define wire gold? What does wire difference? gold is like yeah. wire? Do you know what yeah. wire is? It's a link. It's lengthy. Right. It has a, a structure for length in it. So a nugget is a nugget. It. You know, round. A I know, but, is a but wait a second. The so dust is dust. Listen, wire gold. Can you just use it like that? Isn't it too soft to to use like wire? I mean, you can No, you got to process it. And yeah, you got to process for, it. If you find a beautiful piece, it's for jewelry. It's right. Pressing. But if it's if it's just cr rock crushed out of the, out of the rock, you got to process it and you got to melt it and take. There's impurities in gold. Anytime you find it, always has impurities. It's okay. copper, lead, silver, zinc, whatever. It, it's inner growth with it. You got to get rid of it. So you got to put it to different acids and chemicals, and then put it to lethargies to put it in a hearth and bring it 20, 2100 degrees Fahrenheit for two hours to melt it. That's hot. <laughs> anyway, you got to melt your own gold out. And okay. me, I would never take my gold to one living soul. I would do it myself because Why? they'll rob you. Oh, they will? Of course they will. If you try to sell uh, plaster gold to somebody, 25% right okay, off the top. Okay, when you say plaster gold. gold, what does that mean? That's loose gold in the dirt. Load is in the vein. Okay. See, these terms can be confusing to someone. That <laughs> oh, yeah. That's why I'm asking you. Well, load is in the vein. I mean, that I'm doesn't sorry, mean I'm anything sorry I'm so to abrupt, me. <laughs> but I got 36 years experience. I know. Well, that, you have to, you've got to translate it into English. Plaster <laughs> is loose gold that's Plaster. forced out from erosion from millions of years ago from okay. the coal vein. So how do you, where would that be? Why, right why? below the veins in the creeks Would you canyons? say that? Right below the veins. Right like below the veins in the creeks that. and the canyons. Okay. And uh, wherever the the the, the sulfur and, and the uh, sulfides uh -huh. is sulfur. Wherever they hit water, they cre they created a sulfuric acid. Okay. Okay. Now here is a secret. Okay. When it rains and it's cold weather, and rain drops in a crack in a rock in a gold mine, a, a little tiny crack. Now we're talking about millions of years of decomposition and erosion. Water gets in there, and it freezes. What happens when water freezes in a crack? Spans. And it breaks. It okay. breaks loose. Roll down the hill. Bigger rocks beat against it and liberate the gold. That's placer. 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 P-L-A-C-E-R. Okay, placer. See, now I learned something. That's good. <laughs> yeah, it's always there's, there's good many, on this many show kind if, of I, if I just learned something. There are many, here. many kind of placers. There are bench placers that find high up on cliffs with the round boulders of mm -hmm. ancient river channels. Mm -hmm. Then there's alluvial fans that, that form it could be six, seven miles uh, long and thousands of feet deep. I've got plaster in, in Ridge Hill in Arizona uh, behind the Lost Dutchman Gold Mining Club that's 50 feet deep, and it's only $20 to the yard. But down on the bedrock, there's nuggets down there, three to five ounces. Three to five ounces. Yes, on the bedrock. That's pretty, that's pretty solid. There's right? some beautiful gold in there, and I've seen five pennyweight nuggets come out. And I, I've seen. I, 
20 or 30, uh, three or four ounce gold nuggets that people pull out with metal detectors. Uh -huh. And when they found the Rich Hill, yeah, in the Pauline Weaver, in, in uh, back in, uh, uh, oh God, back in Deathman time, right, a little bit before, when Apaches were still at war, they found a million dollars worth of gold off of the top of the ground on the top of Rich Hill. Uh, behind Wickenburg in, in an area called Stanton. There's Antelope Creek and Weaver Creek on, on the west side of the mountain. On, on this side over here, west side is Antelope. And on the uh, east side is Weaver Creek. Okay. And there's gold in each of those creeks. And you got to take about 100 yards to get an ounce of gold out. Okay. But recreational, people go nuts. They, they get lucky once in a while and find a chunk of gold or a picker. And if they get lucky, they see five, six, ten pieces of little color gold in, in 15, 25 gallon buckets. Now, here, Susie, I've already gone to the mine and I've got samples out of it. Out of a gallon and a half of dirt from my tailing pile, I got $100 worth of gold and a quarter ounce gold nugget. Okay. And I got a rock with gold in it. You've already saw it in my video. <laughs> yeah. How long did it take you to do that? Oh, I hired a helicopter company and we went in one no, day. No, no, not the film. I'm talking about the, getting that much, that that amount of gold. How long? How long? It took did about you an hour. To, yeah, about for, an hour. I couldn't. I can't walk anymore. I've been okay. tortured in Vietnam and stabbed and shot, and I got rheumatoid arthritis and I can't walk anymore. I got okay. a wheelchair in the bedroom. I got one in the garage. I got an electric chair out there. The VA gave me because my I got four herniated discs. I, 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 Agent Orange poisoning. I have no cartilage in my knee. It's just bone to bone. Right. And I've been hurt so bad. I just, I, I'm getting to the point now where I have to have a build a road in there and put an aluminum ladder so I can get to my mind now. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, we'll, we'll do, yeah. We'll, you know, there's, there's so many variables in all of this. What you can do who you have to talk to because you because you know different people have to be talked to to go in and get this thing and put it all together right per permits have to be granted and all yeah. that different entities you have to talk to so i've noticed sometimes you have to talk to two or three entities to get a diff different permit from each one you know i got a four pound package from the forest department to build my road yeah right <laughs> so um so we're 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 talking a whole bunch of different people uh, being involved and in making decisions that are going to impact on what you're doing. Uh, I, you know, uh, you and I initially met through Bubba. Yeah. Of the Dilly oh, Dilly. Bubba uh, is yeah. country boy. Yeah, he is. He's yeah. a, he's he's good people. And he's giving uh, me money. He's giving me mining machinery to join. Me. Yeah. His family owned a gold prospecting club. Yes. And, I mean a shop. And he yep. said, don't worry about buying anything, dude. Yeah, I'll give you whatever do. you need. Yeah. I want to join you. Yeah, it's it's a, it's interesting. Uh, so all of these people have been looking. I mean, there have been so many stories about the Lost Dutchman Mine and, and you know, what it is to take it. You know some things. I mean, we don't need to go into all the detail about directions and all this. Yeah. But you followed what you said were were the and there's a video coming out folks that you can take a look at this but there's a uh, following the his last words when before he died and you did that really really well 
you did it differently than other people did. And mm-hmm. I, I'm understand. I'm wanting to know why you, uh, because I talked to a guy who said he that he talked to somebody else. He said that the Dutchman said, well, if they ever find the mine, they'll they'll die because they said that. The booby trap was in it. I I took it out. Rattlesnakes. Uh huh. Thousands. Well, he he said that. And a cliff uh, that would fall on you. (laughs) Yeah, he said that that there was a a cyanide in the walls. No, ma'am. No, that's not true. I dug in myself with no cyanide. I know. Yes, but I know arsenic. It's not cyanide. Arsenic. 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 I'm. I'm sorry. There is no cyanide. You're right. It's arsenic. Arsenic arsenic walls. No, it's not there. Uh, I I crawled down in there ten feet in my head first, killing rattlesnakes. I got bit by rattlesnake when I was cleaning the tailings out. Uh, What What I thought was just junk. Right. There's sixty six ounces of gold to the ton in my tailing pile. That's the vein is one hundred and twenty-five thousand dollars a ton. It's seventeen inches wide. It's got three inches of iron, limonite, and hematite. It's a special mineral that uh, just—it's an iron. It, it's a magnesium. Yeah, I know hematite. It's a, yeah. a magnesium. Yeah. And and a magnesium and uh, it, it's an iron. But anyway, it's a gold carrier. I just find gold in manganese, and that and you pan it, you pan it. There's nuggets of a big, beautiful. Uh, Hematite, you look at it with a lube glass and it's just shattered with gold in it. And when you pan it. Right. So anyway, uh, I've showed Susie my gold and, and she's my video is on the internet and on the phone now. On on uh, people that want to get the link, I need people to uh, take a look at it and let your heart decide whether you think I'm crazy or not. But I can tell you this, the Dutchman had fifty ounces of gold to the ton, and I found Exactly what he had. Well, you know, North but, South Trending Canyon. Every he said, my mind is not in the superstitions; it's back away from it. Mm-hmm. People never listen to that. They no. were always digging in that superstitions. I'm telling you, there's gold there, but it's too low grade, and it's in an arcosic rock. Well, how different kind tell, of rock? Really? How do you tell high grade from low grade? <laughs> you can see it. <laughs> Because you see the gold you in it. You see the gold in the rock. It's called Bonanza. And I've got a vein. It's, it's an epithermal vein. It's not going to go into big, long geology structure here. There's three veins in the world. There's hydrothermal, the epithermal, and semithermal. Epithermal is a notoriously known for Bonanza gold. Okay. If you're in the right spot. That's exactly what the Dutchman had. He had a pocket of rich gold. And it pinches and swells. There is no solid vein that goes to the center of the earth. You've got to follow it and then you lose it and find it again. And uh, that's this case right here. But I've right. still got the gold right now. Well, okay. So Matter of fact, i got 10 veins of gold that's 10 feet wide with 11 ounces to the ton. And 50, 60, uh, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, and up. And it'll get richer as I go deeper. You and I have talked uh, about the Dutchman. Mm-hmm. But we've also talked about other mines. Now we're we're coming to the end of the show. We don't have a lot of time left. Okay, I will tell you what they what you want me to tell them. I found the Los Adam digging. I've got Billy Kid's silver mine, and I've got a Spanish gold mine, and I've got a gold treasure the Apaches gave me. And I'm going to take Susie down there, and we're going to do other stories. And I've got a mine called the Three Turtles. 
It had 58 ounces of gold and 800 ounces of silver in it because I've already shown Susie where it's at and a photograph of it. It's in a government record in the School of Mines in Socorro, New Mexico. I showed her Geronimo's gold mine. It's got a record on it where he attacked and killed people at that uh, Rosedale gold mine in New Mexico. And it has a half an ounce to the ton, 90 feet wide, a mile and a half long. That's, that's pretty big. Yeah, and you look at the richness it could be. And at one time, I could have bought it for $5,000, Susie, but I didn't have the money. <laughs> didn't have I that. drilled 48 holes for an oil company called Trig that owned it. Uh-huh. And I got representative half an ounce to the, all of my t- samples that I sent in. And so, he liked me so much, he didn't want to mine no more. He was going to give it to me for five grand. They're patented. Well, so I never could a- come up with the money. So now it's $375,000. Somebody in Colorado owns it. Okay. So they'll make some money if if they if but you never know what's going to happen. It's amazing, is it? Yeah, because the spirit that owns it never going to make no money because you don't spirit, know his button hole again when right. it comes to mining. <laughs> well, the spirit, you know, the spirit it does what the spirit does. Yeah, and we find out that things happen the way they're supposed to, even though they things may look bad or they may look oh well that can't happen. The, but time is a very interesting thing. Oh, yeah. There's a 50,000-ton tailings and graves that's marked 1888. Right. With a name S H E S S on it. Right. And I took some pictures. Spiritually speaking, Susie, I took some pictures with an with a instamatic camera. And time after time after time, I took those pictures. When I got back home, I saw the spirits and the ghosts standing by the graves. Women. Men, children. For a long time, I had those, and I was married. I had a bad marriage, and it just destroyed it. Got rid of it. But I had physical proof in those pictures. And maybe I'll take you back down there, and we'll film it again, and I'll show okay. you what I'm talking about. Because they did show up. They, they looked the like lights, but it wasn't lights. It was the beautiful bonnets they had on. The lady was standing by the tree. She's a ghost, and, and I could see her. Not like us, but I could see through her. Right, right. You could see but, through but her. Silhouette. But silhouette. Yeah. The and image, then some uh-huh. people were just lights. Right, right. But that's, that's the honest God truth. Okay. And the tailing pile is 50,000 tons with a million dollars worth of gold in the tailing pile. Okay. Do you have something really quickly that you can tell the audience before we sign off? Because this has been fascinating, but we're at the end of our time. What would you like? What would you? Well, I'd like you to tell me. Something that uh, you haven't told me that uh, sounds good. I'm going to take think? Susie to the Lost Adam digging. Remember the movie Gregory Peck, McKinnis Gold? Yeah. I'm going to take her to the Zigzag Canyon in Mexico and let her get gold from there. You heard it here, folks. I am going to And go. Billy the Kid Silver Mine. We own it. Okay. We own We, we We're going to file a claim on it. Did you hear that? Susie, that's me, and Duke are going to own the mine. You know, that's the absolute opposite of the country and western song. She she got the gold, I got the shaft. <laughs> yeah, I played that too. <laughs> she we'll got play the gold that. mine, I got the shaft. Well, but Split folks, it down the middle, and she got the better half. <laughs> yeah. So we've we've got we've come to the end of our show. Stay tuned with us. Stay tuned for more entertainment on KKNW. But remember, folks, whatever you do, don't forget to dance. 